everybody. Welcome back to Free For All, your source for all things geek. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Josh Barnett, one of your hosts. That's a yawning Trey Elliott. Yo! What is he supposed to do? And Chuck Nally. <laughs> Trey is very involved. <laughs> Three For All again! Oh, we're about to see how involved I get when we talk about all these video games I did not play. Uh, it is time for what's new to us. Uh, Let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> <laughs> Trey played some games? Uh, actually, Trey... I did. Let's get you done real quick and early so you can. All right, I'm gonna go watch. You can pay attention to the Duke game. We should do the 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 uh, game, game awards first. Now? <laughs> no, um, the city that never sleeps. That. I full, pulled a full tray. I'm on my phone. There not paying go. attention. It's fair. All right. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't trying to look at your screen, but I saw who you're talking to, and I was like, "Is that you're talking to Trayvon Martin?" And that's a yes. bad idea. He's dead. <laughs> He didn't make it, man. That's what he's you're getting catfished by somebody. No, no, he's no. hanging out with Elvis and Tupac and Biggie. Oh no, Trayvon Martin is dead. I hate to say it. It's conti- it's contentious, not contagious. <laughs> Death is bullets, fact, not contagious. Typically. Bullets, bullets are very contagious. Um, yeah, we got rid of the plague. Some people in this country want to bring it back. Anyway. What the fuck are we talking about? Spider-Man, the DLC. Oh, Turf, Turf Wars. Wars. The, the City That Never Sleeps, part two. Um, Hammerhead, yo. I'm disappointed. Uh, it's definitely not as good as the first one. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of the elements that I thought made uh, the heist so compelling. Uh, not just Black Cat, who I think is a much better character in general than... Um, than Hammerhead? Hammerhead, yeah. the lesser-known Spider-Man villain. Um, I mean, not to me, but... It was also just small amounts of content. It was only like four missions. Yeah, um, it was like four or five missions. It was... I feel like I had the story done in an hour and the whole thing 100% in like two. Yeah, I still have 100%ed the, like, I haven't done all the districts yet. Um, I but, just did that because I like swinging. I was like, I, I, miss, playing, <laughs> I miss playing this game in terms yeah. of, like, the getting around and traversing the world, so I'm going to go ahead and do this now while I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just felt like it was much less content, much less impactful. They didn't have any of the cool, like, Mary, Mary Jane wasn't even in this, or she, I guess she had phone conversations. Yeah, I think so. Little bits. A little bit of mild stuff, but again, all, all by phone. Yeah. Um, just over the clothes. Stuff. Yeah, just some mild miles of stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, he's he is known as Mild Morales. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, this is just picking up where the last one left off. They really didn't talk or have any um, impact about like the cliffhanger ending. Spoilers? Do you care about the DLC? What DLC? Okay. <laughs> um, spoilers, I guess, for part one of the DLC three pack, but. Black Cat apparently got blown up at the end of the last episode, and Maybe. there was no talk about it in this one at all. Yeah, he just has forgotten about Black Cat. Yeah, like, it was just like, sure, that was, like, I guess the catalyst to get to this really bland wannabe Dick Tracy villain. Um, yeah, it's, it, 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 who then gets Did you guys talk about him the last time? He was the, like, background character in the last one. This is a three-story, like, three-part arc for the, the DLC, so I understood that they were going to hammer, uh, Hammerhead. I thought he was going to be, like, the big boss at the end of the third one but um and i guess that's what he's gonna be so spoilers he you he killed he's killed but then isn't killed um at the end of this he's got a dome made out of animanium um he was shot in the head by yuri the detective um at point blank range because she i guess has mafia ties her father and grandfather but were both like dirty cops or whatever and so she's got a grudge against him and got fed up and shot him point blank with a sable rifle um, the thing that bugged me about this DLC is it was all sable focus, which is that wouldn't kill him on no. the head. Oh, that's why he woke up and killed the person in the ambulance who thought he was dead. Oh, uh, so, spoilers for stay tuned. I said that already. Oh, 
Go, go back. He to your said it. Go back to your Trump. Don't don't worry about it. Ooga. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for me, I don't know. I just like the Sable stuff. Fighting those enemies in the first uh, in the original game, my opinion was the least fun part. Um, the weapons are annoying. They added an incredibly annoying new we- uh, new enemy in this game. The shield guys, dude, with the jetpacks. Yeah, um, there was also like I thought the combat difficulty increased way higher. Yeah, so much harder. Um, just because what they were doing, like, so they've added so many enemy types throughout the game. Like they had the original uh, versions, which was just the big guys. Uh, who you have to have two bars of focus to take down or really annoyingly web them over and over again. They had the whip guys, who were also two bars of focus, or I don't even know how to take them out without that focus. Honestly, I've never done it. Um, I usually throw guns at them until I have... You shock them and then hit them. Okay, shock them. That makes sense. Um, And then the last DLC, they did the minigun guys, who are the worst. Yeah. And then these these new guys that are easy to take out, but they've got the shields and they've got jetpacks, and they leave like that stupid electric trail behind them when they charge at you, yeah. and so you can't really attack them. Um, and now what they've done is they throw all those things at you at once, and it's really fucking annoying. Yeah, there's just only so much you can like juggle at the same time, basically. Yeah, like what I honestly do is I I have to do like all those base missions in which I don't use my focus aside from to heal myself, and I got to make sure I've got two bars because I know at some point. During the last three waves, it's going to be a minigun guy, and actually now they usually throw two of them at you once. Yeah. Um, two bars. Isn't that uh, T-Mobile? Correct. I mean, it's being generous, but yeah. Capped. G-Mobile, you fuck. Um, but anyway. No. T. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not going to disrespect G-Mobile like that. Uh, it's just, for me, it's really annoying, because then, like, I, I've got to try and take these guys out, and there's a lot of enemies being thrown at thrown at you, and, like, I get it, and I like a challenge, but part of my favorite parts of the, the Batman games are, like, getting the perfect combos and lots of different enemies being thrown at you, but it, in my opinion, it was over the top and annoying, because really those combat challenges this time happened in an incredibly confined space, because it was always, like, the hammerhead secret locations, the, like, base tokens that you're getting, um... And again, the worst part of this game is Screwball, who's the yeah. worst, and she was not going away. Was... She's kind of the real villain of all the game because <laughs> she's the worst. Is she still involved? Yeah, she. The, instead of Taskmaster, she's who does the challenges in the DLCs. Oh, fun the challenge tokens! No, it's really not. <laughs> I um, do like the gadget challenges. The gadget challenges are cool because you know what? They actually give me a new way to play the game. Yes, and they teach me a way to then use. That's I, what like, I'm saying. Like. The, the um, using the web grenades to like web up guys and, and then, then hitting them with the concussion. Yeah, the concussion Great. to like knock them against walls and they stick is. I would have never thought to do that. Agreed. The last time doing the suspension matrix and then trip mining them to the ground. Didn't ever yeah. think about doing that either. Um, so like, I actually like those parts. It's just showcased and framed around the world's worst villain. It's not the best. Um, What's she called? Screwball. So the worst look part her up about and it, she looks ridiculous. Right? She does. Yeah, she's all social media shit. Um, <laughs> and like the worst part about it is, in her challenges, they do these photo bomb things in the middle of it. So it's either a combat or a traversal challenge or something like that. And Man. you have to do some weird cutscene in the middle of it, in which like you have to. <laughs> how dumb she looks! It's terrible. Also, Was she made for this game? I think so. You fucked up, Insomniac. Um. Also, um, the stealth challenges this time around are really tough. 
See, to me, they were way easier than the Taskmaster ones. I can't do the Taskmaster ones at all. Man, the, like with the motion detectors and the photobombs? So the first, the, the, the I guess there's only one, maybe there's two cells. There's at least two. Cause the I, one that's I at the shipyard specifically found another one and went, fuck that. Yeah. That one is the worst, because I think it's the shipyard one you're talking oh, about. Oh, no, this, is, this one was like I was on top of buildings. Oh, see, so that one wasn't so bad for me. Oh, man. Um, it took me like three tries. By the way, yeah, it's pretty disappointing that the second DLC did not live up. The best part of the first one, uh, as many people have pointed out, is that it's a great Peter story and a great Spider-Man story. There was none of that. It's just Spider-Man. Yeah, this, time. this one. I mean, it really focused on Yuri. I'm still glad that I got to play more Spider-Man, but yeah, this was definitely. I'm hoping the third one, which is, is just a few weeks away. Yeah, I, I do like the drip content. Like, it's yeah. great that I get to go back to this game once a month for four months. That basically where I yeah. played it initially, and then the three packs. I just wish that. The second DLC was as meaty as the first and, like, had the good storytelling that the game was, in my opinion, known for. It's one of the best Spider-Man stories, in my opinion, they've told outside of the comics. So. She she is not original to the game. She just sucks. Okay. She, I mean, she's even been uh, on a cartoon where she was riding a skateboard. So, yeah, she just sucks. Okay. Um, Chuck, you did play. We talked about it on the last show. Gotcha. Terrible. Uh, Thief of Thieves. I did. I did play this. Um, I, I described this during that conference as an Evan ass game. Um, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is done by uh, uh, Skybound. Um, this is a. Ro- so it is actually Skybound. It is. Okay. It's based off of a Robert Kirkman graphic novel. So Skybound owned by Robert Kirkman makes total sense that they would do. Makes that. total sense. Uh, you can also get Skybound currency and redeem that for special gifts on their website. Oh. Maybe uh, episode two of The Walking Dead season four. Yes, that's three. the right season. Season four, episode three. They did two. Episode, okay, they did two. That's right. Yeah. Two came out. That's yes, right. three and four are the ones that were missing. Anywho, um, okay, so this game is trying to uh, pull across the aesthetic. Now, I want you to imagine a typical Telltale game. It is a walk. You click. You got it? Yeah, I was just imagining. Go ahead. That Good was job. amazing. I know. I was hoping for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, um, so it, it is a typical Telltale game. You're walking around. Uh, you're looking at stuff. Uh, there is a sneaking element. There's a sneak button and a vault button. Uh, there is also kind of very, I guess, kind of Mark of the Ninja, um, et cetera, where you, uh, um, a splinter cell where you're yeah. trying to move when they're not looking at you. So there's indicators whether they're looking at you or not. Yeah, uh, it definitely, the, it definitely has that like walking dead type dark cell shaded aesthetic. Yes, it is very cell shaded. Now they try, now the, uh, the actual story, um, uh, parts of the game are very, uh, they, they try to pull off a, like a comic book panel. When people are talking, it's all over the place, and they have the, the war balloons, very comic gotcha. book. Uh, I don't, I'm not a fan of uh, the art that they use for the game. I'm much more of a fan of the actual book. Uh, but um, the game itself is, is pretty fun. Um, like I said, you're you're walking around, you're you're working for this guy who is in uh, in charge of a. Uh, um, a security firm who is actually the thief of thieves. 
he's he keeps selling people that he's tracking these people down. So he's working for people after he's already stolen something. Okay. So he has a network of people that goes out and steals stuff, which is her in this particular case, and that's who you play is the 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 female in this. Uh, you're trying to tell him a story of how you stole this bike from this uh, kind of mafia guy. Okay. Uh, from this uh, house party and then he's like okay that was a good story tell me what really happened and then so you go back to the house but it was like earlier in the day it's much less it's the batman episode glamour i almost got him or whatever more or less um so like you go in it's real stealthy and you're doing like all these really cool moves and he's like okay what really happened so it shows about much more planning involved how you have to now there's several ways to approach this you can dress up or you can just uh in like a pool cleaner's outfit or a uh, caterer's outfit uh, kind of hit man okay uh but like with walking dead kind of movements like you're bumping into there's a lot of clipping there's a lot of bumping into kind stuff of controls in a way. sometimes very tank controls sometimes um interesting the camera is really bad uh to where you're like oh shit because if somebody sees you they're like hey you know and they'll knock you out but I like, I like this kind of stuff in games though like where the, it's writing the, down like writing in the world yeah and I, it's I it's like the instru- it's the instructions also so it says you know pull left trigger to hurdle something and it's it's on the ob- pull left trigger is written in chalk outline on the wall on the wall that you're supposed to hurdle so um the, as far as the story is concerned it's very very short so you, you finished like an hour and a half you said right at the most um, that was with like breaks and stuff too like if you sat down and played you probably get through it in an hour now, maybe. i keep seeing season one labeled to this is this the whole season out already or is this like episode one of season one no i think it's like season one season two i think the relabeling very something very similar to um because if this is the whole season i don't because they didn't label it season one episode one they didn't do yeah, that yeah they just this is season one yes that's the way this label now this is free on game pass they released this and uh hello neighbor it's free on Game Pass as well. They released that the same day. I want to play that game. Yeah. That's the one where a, a, a parent serial killer moves in next door. Yeah, so you, you like, go into, into his, his house. house because you're an idiot. and Hiding closets yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, like hide that, and yeah. seek, but they murder you if you get found. Yeah. It it's, looks really cool. Yeah. That's, uh, st- stylistically, this looks really cool. I'm going to give it a shot. It's, it's um, a little clunky, but it's very... If you're okay with some controls with Walking Dead, but there's no quick time events or anything like that to get away. If they spot you, you just got to run. But they eventually, if they spot you, you might as well just give up because they're going to find you anyway. I think it's clear that Skybound is like starting to it's telltale part two barely formulate a plan to become more uh engaged in the in the uh, games market which i think is cool um i mean they got a lot of ex uh telltale people so yeah they're gonna gobble i wouldn't be surprised playing this i would not be surprised if they started gobbling up the rights to telltale games so if a wolf among us season two happens it'll be Uh, through skybound that's the worst part about this whole thing I wouldn't um, be surprised. They pay yeah. thirty thousand dollars to these guys to pay off some of their bankruptcy bills so they can have the, pro- yeah. the property rights. More power to them. Yeah, it's probably more than thirty k, but yeah. I mean, they're pretty desperate right now. <laughs> they got to pay <laughs> off a bunch of five shit. Five bucks? Can we get Wolf Among Us? Um, the Tree Fitty, the, the Fables owners. Who is that? Image? No. Dark? It's DC. It is DC. Vertigo or mm-hmm. okay. They probably want a little bit more to, to be paid for that, but uh, I guess technically Telltale is still an owner of that IP, um, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll talk for a minute. Tetris Effect. Uh, this is one of my five favorite games of the year. 
I fucking love this game. Tetris Effect, uh, PS4 exclusive. Um, so what, how was 1994? So <laughs> this is the first legitimate update to Tetris more than just like... It, it's kind of hard to explain. There's been like takes on the Tetris genre just in general over the years for a very long time. It's a 30-year-old game at this point. Um, but this is like the best and biggest leap forward, in my opinion, for this. Uh, older than 30 years. This is like this uh, Pac-Man Championships, Championship DX Edition. But better, in my opinion. And I love Championship Edition DX. Like, I really, really do. But to me, um, this is like the best formula for Tetris ever. And I've always been a big fan of Tetris just in general. Um, the big selling point on this, yeah, because it's PSVR. Uh, okay. Um, it's not exclusive to VR, so they may indeed bring out a version. But <laughs> thirty-four Mitsubishi. years young, sir. In a long time. So when I finally unlocked that level, I lost my shit. Um, oh, did it play that? I thought it was a, cool. Yeah, there's a 1984 um, or 1989 level uh, where it is Game Boy aesthetic. So it's the monotone palette. It is uh, a remixed version of that theme. But so. The thing that's really cool about this is that it does kind of take the uh, the aesthetic of Tetris and turn it on its head a bit. Uh, the trailer came out, and I was really stoked for it just in general. They're talking about the Tetris effect, which is this thing that was an actual like psychological study back in, in, I think, the 90s, in which they had people playing Tetris for a long time and found that almost all of them reported after We're virgins. <laughs> Almost all of them reported after playing for extended periods of time that they were seeing the pieces and the falling pieces um, outside of the game. So, like, almost like the secret ending to The Witness, in which, like, people were seeing, like, you were seeing, like, the dots and the lines that you could draw in the the environmental puzzles in the real world. Um, But, like, yeah, you were seeing the falling blocks or you were at least seeing, like, sort of, like, visions or or flashbacks to you playing. Um, The thing that's really cool is the way that they mix in the amazing soundtrack, in my opinion, some of the best music that's been in a game this year. Um, This is from the the guy who did Luminous and Rez, uh, Mizuguchi. it's a fantastic soundtrack. It's a very diverse, uh, overall, like, dance music type soundtrack. Sure. But um, it plays in with the game itself incredibly well. Um, the music progresses through the level only when you hit certain milestones. And when the gameplay starts to heat up, the music gets more intense. Um, as the gameplay speeds up and the lines drop faster, the music will get faster. When exactly does the beat drop? Um, usually for me about three to four minutes into a level Okay. once I get to that, that point. And then like, so it's cool. It's like on, a, it's on like its own audio loop. Um, and it's playing like just this ambient music to begin with. And when you're clearing blocks, there are like different crazy effects going on and there's backgrounds that are distracting, but not in a way to where it actually takes you away from playing the game. And then like in some of them, if it's like a, a vocalized song, they won't bring in like the actual beat until you hit a certain amount of lines cleared. And then when you actually get to closer to the end, it actually brings the full vocals in and everything else. And, um, one of the things that I haven't seen done in a Tetris game before is as you progress further and further, it's actually the game knows to like cool down a little bit too. So in some of these levels you're playing, it gets really, really fast and intense, like, you know, level 10 speed, level 11 speed, which is, you know, the blocks are kind of appearing and then getting down to the bottom almost right away. And then as you hit a certain milestone, it'll back off and the music will slow back down again. And That's cool. It'll kind of give you a resting period. Um, and they've created this thing called the zone that you can go into as you clear more blocks, you build up this meter and you can activate the zone and it allows you to actually combo more than just a Tetris. So you can honestly, like I build up the entire left side of the screen except for one flat block. I'll store one long piece, and then as soon as I have another piece, I'll activate the zone, and I'll just drop eight right away, and it'll get me an Octorus 
instead of a Tetris. Uh, and then you can actually build further and further on that. I get yeah. it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, like... My heart hurts a little bit about how fucking nerdy that was. The the highest it gets to is a perfectress, which is 18 lines. Um, God damn it. Okay, so now you and sound like you have a mullet tricks. and gloves with the fingers cut off, like hanging out at arcades. I mean, if they wanted to do a wizard 2 based on this, I would do it. With, you know, like a Dokken t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Dokken! Holy shit! <laughs> I haven't thought of that band in forever. Um, um, I don't know. I want to experience. I actually want to get VR based on this and like a few other games. Like I really want to experience it in VR. Um, I have a friend who'd probably sell you one. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. Uh, he wants too much money for it. Well, he's trying a little bit too hard to recoup his costs. I mean, let I it would go, too. man. Um, um, did I talk last a time, whatever a month ago or whatever it was, uh, about Tricky Towers? Nope. Yes, we talked what? about it. On the show, which is the yeah, it's the Tetris game that like it has a physics based on it, so they lean. Yeah. I don't remember. It's a really cool local co-op. If I already it talked is. about it, no worries. But you made me think about it because it's basically just Tetris. Yeah, I mean, it's totally you some... have like the Tetris pieces in general. Yeah, you just have powers, and yeah, it's it's all based on like, balance. I didn't think I was gonna go after like the platinum trophy in this game because to me that's insane because it's so hard. But like, I started looking at the the trophies. I'm like seventy or eighty percent in the trophies already, and like. There's some crazy shit that needs to be done. I've got I'm never going like, to get the damn Spider-Man Platinum now. Man, you should be able to. It it totally won't let me do it because I've it's added trophies since the DLC. No, you still only have to do the original trophies list to get all right. the Platinum. I'm pretty sure I have all If you all go those. into the trophies list, it'll, it separates them. It separates the DLC packs individually and separates the New Game Plus individually as well. So there is a separate pack to get the I'll have the to Platinum. look again. And you should I be able swear to now was... because you've got an extra challenge trophy. Yeah, I have this. one suit left to, to get, but... I bet when you do that, you're going to... All right, we'll see. Um, but either way... I actually need base tokens for it. i got to go do those hammerhead ones. Like, I never thought I was going to be able... There was one that I thought was going to be the thing that killed me, which is I've got a combo 15 times in a row, which is... a 15 combo is insane. You can't miss a single block that that gets rid of one line, and it sucks because a lot of these pieces are going to get rid of two or three or four lines when you try and play them. Um, I managed to pull it off the other day, and so now I'm like, well, all I've got to do is get the highest ranking in everything possible in the game, so oh, okay, just I'm that. totally fucked. But um, it's so fun that I keep wanting to go back to it. Like, I keep turning off Red Dead because I'm not, like, super engaged in that game, and just throwing on Tetris for like 40 yeah. or 50 minutes. Um, I don't know. I really like it. It's going to be one of my top 10 games of the year. Uh, I get that it's not for everybody, but it's kind of one of those games that I get into every year. Where I'm just like, I want to perfect this game. Like, I want to play it to the point where I feel like I am very capable of playing with, with a lot of different like yeah. levels of skill. Um, Velocity 2X was one of those games a couple years back, which I never thought I would get like super into. Um I don't know. I suggest if anybody has like a fondness for those kinds of games, How much is games it? in general, it's expensive. It's thirty nine ninety nine. Oh Holy my god! <laughs> um, I got it for five dollars cheaper. And actually, I got it for twenty five dollars cheaper because I had gift cards. But um, yes, it's, it's an expensive game. That's fucking ludicrous. I don't know. For me, it's worth it. Though. And not the pit ball. Like I've the pro- pit ball. I've, pit I've ball. put. Damn it! <laughs> Going to some McDonald's Funlands, are you? <laughs> What's the next That's game? That's just Chuck E. Cheese, yo. <laughs> uh, the next game, Chuck. Yo. What may be your number one game of the year, Fallout 76? Um, it really I mean, feels I haven't, like it. I don't know. I haven't gotten super far into it outside of the beta. I actually started over. Oh, um, you did decide to go ahead and do that? Yeah, so um, as soon as I loaded up Fallout 76 after the beta, 
it put me in exactly the same spot that I was at before, which was kind of cool. I had all the monies. I had all the active um, uh, quests and whatnot, um, all of my gear, etc. My camp was still in the same exact location, uh, which was all really cool. Um, so, uh, man, I really don't get what everybody's deal is about this. Yes, there are not traditional fallout hub towns where there are um you know people like safe zones where you walk up to a person and there trade no stuff NPCs in the game or yes um, in terms of other than enemies well no that's not true there are npcs they're just not human npcs there are bots there are bots there are robots vending machines there are uh, most of the story revolves around taped recordings of you uh, following around people, or th- so there's people's voices all throughout the entirety of the game, uh, asking you to come help, or they're trapped in a location where you go help me. Not your most traditional version of a, a Bethesda <clears throat> RPG. It is. I mean, but everything, yes, no. dude. Everything else is there, and they've added a bunch of stuff. Like it hasn't changed that much of the Fallout experience for me. Uh, for instance, there's no there's no companions. You, you don't have companions following you around, which was a thing that Fallout Three, you know, brought along anyway. Um, so it's not like it was prevalent before that. Oh, if we're going to talk about whether or not people who are upset about this game are upset that it's not like Fallout One or Two, that's certainly not the case. Ninety nine percent of the people who play Fallout and love Fallout right now haven't even seen what Fallout One and Two looks like. Yeah, correct. Or Brotherhood of Steel, or any of those top down isometric views. Um, I didn't like. I appreciate and love that there are fans of the new version of Fallout, but I just I would love to see in like a throwback. Um, just once. Doesn't have to be a mainline game or anything, but something they come out with like in two years' time is just like something in between this and Fallout Five. I love the original versions of those games. Yeah. So fun. Um, the, uh, the power armor is still there. You can use and fi- find and use power armor. Uh, one of the really cool things is that uh, there's not nearly as much griefing as I thought there was going to be. Well, they've um, got a cool system for it, right? They do have a cool system. If someone comes up to you and shoots you, it does very minimal damage. One to five hit points, it's which is not that much. Back. If you shoot them back, then the fight is on. If they follow you around and grief you and shoot you until you actually die, uh, the only thing you, the only things you ever really lose, you don't lose any of your uh, weapons or armor or anything like that. It's actually in like a lunch sack. Um, and it's all your junk and some of your aid and some of your money, but that's it. Um, so I like that it leaves your junk, which is yeah. actually to me that's funny because yeah, you you really want to get into this fight, you're going to get scraps for it. Yeah, um, but I mean the junk. And some people junk really this part because you can junk. Sell it. Well, or you can use it in crafting. Yo, oh god, okay. yeah. Um, so much like uh, so. Anyway, as far as the griefing is concerned, if they wind up killing you, then they get a big wanted bounty on them, and you can see them on the server, and everybody will go and get them. They they are and free there to pl- is actually like a reward for that, right? Oh yeah, it's big time caps. It's like four or five thousand caps. Big big caps. Big caps, big caps yo. yo. Cool. <laughs> uh, my favorite story coming out of this because I'm I'm. I was excited to try and play it. I'm unfortunately not going to be able to get to it, I don't think, before the end of the year. But one of the coolest things that I've actually seen story-wise from this is the people who have basically taken up the roles or taken it upon themselves to become the NPCs in the game. Um, there was a guy who apparently He's was... He's role-playing as Preston Garvey. Uh, maybe the same person we're talking about. I don't know who Preston Garvey is, unfortunately. but like he He's had, a main character in Fallout 4. Okay. so But like he had basically gone through the beta... 
done everything he wanted, like got close to or even hit level cap and had a bunch of extra items and shit that he wouldn't ever use and was setting up basically shop outside of the vault at the beginning of the game and playing the role of welcoming people to the wasteland and giving them the starter kit. Like, here's your weapon. Here's your here's some health packs. Here's some some caps and like putting them on their way and becoming an NPC within the game, which I actually think is really cool. Well, some people have actually done made their own cities and become their own NPCs. So uh, with your camp, you can open it up and you can go very minimalistic. You know, uh, you can just have a bed and a couple of walls so someplace really nice to rest and get your health back and whatnot. This also has dehydration and food deprivation as well as sleep deprivation uh, damage that you can take. But these people have taken it upon themselves to make, you can make your camp huge. Like in Fallout 4, where you uh, go and to help a community, yeah. you can make massive structures. I made one that went as far up into the air as it can possibly go, and it, the the building area, the floor, stretched over an entire city. Did you ever actually um, finish the story for that, by No. <laughs> I made way too many towns. Anyway, um... <laughs> Uh, but you can do that in this one, but people are coming in and they're allowing them to go and have a place to trade and a place to rest and a place to cook and like all the craft and all these things are they and sending people out on missions. Um, I don't know. See, like there, that, there's, me, there are cool, like... huge, imp- there, the community here has been a lot more gracious than, um, than I, I, I really thought the only people that has ever tried to kill and successfully do that, that I've been around was me and Eric. Uh, we killed some dude and like I shot him. And as soon as he like pulled out his gun, I put like a baseball grenade right on his feet and he blew up. And then they spent like an hour and a half chasing us. And boom was off in the corner, turning around saying, where are you guys? I want to help more or less. <laughs> um, but like, see for me, like if that guy is also, being a quest giver, I think it would be really cool. If you knew the area well enough and were like, I need you to bring me back the head of this this enemy or whatever, and here's here's what reward you'll be able to choose, and he can actually give that item out, like, mm-hmm. basically being his own NPC that way. That makes do stuff I like that. Cool, that I would be cool for me to even, like, try and get into. Kind of like a uh, Dungeon Master yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, just like you know the world well enough, you've had <sighs> your fun, and you finished whatever story is in there, and you want to be that guy. I think mm-hmm. that would be really fucking cool. That's uh, kind of the stuff that I we'll talk about Red Dead online here in a minute, but like I would like Red Dead to have as well mm-hmm. um, because it's such a realized world that being able to have those kinds of roles be player filled has always been, in my opinion, the dream of online gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool that people are doing that kind of shit, and I don't understand the hate this game is getting. Some of it has to do with the deep, deep discounts that are being offered to uh, people who are buying the game now versus when it originally came out. They, which is they definitely had a quick turnaround time in terms of the drop in price. But uh, I mean, some that of that happens. I, it does happen, um, and especially whenever a game doesn't sell as well as it could have. And this game suffered from uh, bitchery. It was immediate, uh, like the, ha- not my fallout. Hashtag not my fallout. Yeah, well, it was getting um, review bombed by people who were on Steam and they weren't putting it on Steam, so they just went out there and reviewed it as zeros and mm-hmm. uh you know the metacritic on it was like a four or something like that the first week it came out and of course that's going to affect sales um, right. and when that affects sales then it affects discounts so uh that really hurt the sales of this game now if they have some sort of community around this much like sea of thieves where almost a year after it's launched they're still coming out with free content and uh you're getting all kinds of new missions and you know See, maybe they do have some sort of you know hub job. world 
um, were kind of like Destiny, where um, you know they had that one hub world where everybody goes to, yeah. you know, barter and get missions and stuff like that. Maybe they do have something like that. There are a lot of Destiny style events that happen, and and people just come together and start fighting. Just huge, mo- I mean, monsters that you've never seen in a uh, Fallout game before, or. Um, an armada of feral ghouls, like, you know, a hundred feral ghouls versus 20 players, you know, That's stuff cool. like that happens. Yeah. Um, and the first, like, I just restarted, um, and I went, I was going through the missions because, you know, Boone and Eric, well, not Eric, but Boone was chatty, and I couldn't hear a lot of the tapes, what was going on in the tapes. Um, instead of going back and re-listening to him, I just started over. And as soon as I went to a bit, some guy came up, he was like a level 50 or something like that, he just holds out his hand and that's a, an offer to trade and he just gave me like a level 25 weapon that he had come across for zero caps and he just left uh i couldn't use that of not course, yet but, but yeah uh, when you get there yeah but yeah i mean i like that welcoming neat. attitude probably because he's oh i found a banjo uh sword it's awesome that's cool yeah you hold there's a handle and then a big banjo and then the the handle is like really jagged and sharp and you can hit people with it i just right. i'm not all right then i just found it in the woods it was on this uh cabin. you usually like, find banjo swords and porn <laughs> well duh that's true Box don't take my stash porn. don't take my stash god that's creepy um but yeah i mean like stuff like that is probably a guy who genuinely obviously has had his home in the game he's got level 50 and i have heard there is a genuine problem with lack of end game content currently um, I'm sure that will be updated, and probably at this point, probably for free. Um, but he's had a song with the game, and is probably wanting to be welcoming to somebody that he sees as a new player, right? You yeah. put in time in the beta, but it's a week and a half after the launch of the game, and there's a level one guy just coming out of the vault or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah why not give him something to look forward to and, and, and foster an environment? Because that game is only going to work if there's people who want to play it. Because it is definitely not built to not have a community, and I get that. Um, There's plenty of shit to do in that game, by the way. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm excited for it's people so who are big. willing to give it a chance. It's just, again, going back to the story of people suing over it, like it's just it's really sad to see bitches gonna be bitches. The Josh. bitchy nature of of gaming in general nowadays, and it it is quite depressing. Um, okay, go ahead. Trade in value for PlayStation VR. Trade in value. Yeah, like how much they're giving? For yes, it? sixty bucks. You take the over or the under tray. Uh, I'm gonna take the under fifty dollars. I almost said fifty-two. Damn it! Not Evan, fifty-two, fifty. Oh, but you don't have the pass through. Never mind. Um, oh shit! I almost forgot. FFA poll results. Oh, from last week. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago. The one that thousands I was in of here votes. For. Right. Thousands and thousands of votes. Okay. So the first one, there was two of them. There was a bonus one. The first one was. Sorry. Uh, the first one was uh, better. F- Better voice for Detective Pikachu, uh, Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. or Gilbert Gottfried? I remember that. Yes, the uh, the winner, thousands of votes again, seventy percent for Ryan Reynolds. It's because that trailer. I need to talk about it. It's awesome. I love that trailer. I'm really excited for that movie. Bonus FFA poll: mm. Blizzard or McFury? McFlurry? <laughs> Blizzard or McFlurry? I. I- Go on. What, what what did you vote, Josh? I, I voted like a human being who enjoys good sweet treats. Blizzard. Try McFlurry. Blizzard sixty seven to thirty three. Uh, when I when I voted, I you mean, McFlurry was this winning. is also the same you know the same group of people who probably voted for Trump. 
Voted <laughs> I thought you were going for the blizzard. I thought you were going to say, uh, yeah, Trump listeners are big supporters of us. I thought you were going to say people who voted for <laughs> Ryan Reynolds over Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> also that because it's a very similar split. Cool. How can you not want a blizzard? It's. I just so say good. I don't like it Blizzard. I like it doesn't fall out of your cut when you turn, turn it upside, upside down. down. I, 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 it's such a weird thing to drum onto, but yeah. it does. I often have to carry my McFlurry upside down. It's a real pain in the ass. Oh, you drop shit all the time. Beats. <laughs> you, you said that wrong. Series. God, if you just... It's sick beats. Um, <laughs> I only oh, drop the sickest beats. <laughs> As you right. will fucking know. Oh, boy! Um, God Jesus. damn it. So anyway... Thousands of votes. Yeah. Um, go it's team still Blizzard. wrong somehow. Blizzard is the best. <laughs> uh, you can get a Reese's Pieces cup. I don't. Most places do not do that with the McFlurry anymore. You get M and M or Oreos and fuck off with your life if you don't want those. I mean, some McDonald's will let Oreos? you just like bring your own shit and they'll mix it for you. Yeah, you just shit. In yeah, the it's, cup it's, and it's in real backwater parts of Georgia, but you bring your own meth and you got yourself a fucking McFlurry. Oh, God, I am so much suited. Meth flurry. Yeah, let's do meth it. flurry. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right then. Um, we didn't do our mobile games yet. Nope. Because uh, you are Ray. all over the fucking place. Just pick out like two of them. Yeah, I, I, I did. Reigns Game of Thrones. Okay, so uh, last year, Reigns came out. It's a swipe left or right it's uh, Tinder, card game. determining kings and queens, right? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, somebody comes up is like, My lord, the peasants are revolting. Should we feed them? And you say, yes. Then some of your money goes down. Uh, your, the the people happiness. score goes yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, and you keep going. But if one of your... Uh, let's see. I think it's army, money, uh, people, names, and religion. Uh-huh. Those four... Um, if they get down to zero, uh, then d- you're just dead. So like they revolt. Yes. All right. Or your head's on a pike. You wake up yeah. the next day and you your children this. are slaughtered. Yeah, it's a, it's a really really good uh, fun game. Um, it does cost money. I think it's five dollars. It's not forty, uh, but it is Tetris. Forty dollars of Worth you know it. mobile. I guess. Fun. If anybody ever tries to charge $40 for a mobile game, God help them. It's called Square Enix, and it's called it's any 20. Final Fantasy game. It's only 20 for Man, a Final Man, when they Fantasy first came game. out, they were way more than that. It's, ex- it's insane. It's stupid. Got Anywho, it. so this is Game of Thrones related. So you you play as Tyrion, and you have to determine you know which way uh, you know, you're know you going to go with the as Septum. The hand of the king. Or, or you play as Daenerys, and uh, okay. there's a handful of people that you play as, and then all of a sudden, you know, the blackfish comes up to you and asks for a request for, you know, people, and you can help them or not. God, that was gross. <laughs> Felt great. Don't do that. That's terrible. What are you looking at me for? Was it gross? Your fucking line is, what am I supposed to do? My fucking line is whatever I want it to be. It's the one in the sand, Josh. <laughs> That's his line. It is drawn, sir. <laughs> but- do not cross it. Super fun, super easy to play. I mean, it takes anywhere between five to ten minutes, depending on how good you are. I think I've gone up to like twenty-five years. I think, which is pretty good for that game. It's tough. It's also pretty good for the world of Game of Thrones. Most people don't live twenty-five years. <laughs> or That's five. Fair. Correct. That's fair, especially if you're a Stark. Yeah. Um, that's cool though. Uh, that was up for game of uh, best mobile game uh, in the game awards. We'll talk about that. That's why I chose that one. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, a game that's up for uh, best mobile game in the game awards, uh, Florence, uh, which is another premium app, which I'm starting to be more okay with. Instead of nickel and diming you with like microtransactions and ways for you to pay money, just give me a 
three to four dollar buy in. This game is only two ninety nine. Um, and I could see you like looking for the add on. Oh, what do I pay more money? Oh, I don't want to pay more money. Let me let me it. bill it to my account. <laughs> um, <laughs> Florence is a really cool game. Um, probably the most unique, one of the more unique versions of like a touchscreen based game that I've seen. Um, it is a chapter by chapter visual novel almost. Told you I bought it. <laughs> it's it's installed even. You said you had to reinstall it. Oh shit! My phone sucks. You're about man. to have music. Um, actually, one oh. of the best parts of the game is the music on there. Oh, um, but yeah, so it's the telling you—you you play a young woman who uh, basically you're going through her day-to-day life, and uh, you end up falling in love and getting into a relationship. And it's going through that relationship in a touch, like in a dialogueless game. So it does not have any sort of uh, dialogue, but you very much can infer what's happening and what they, these two characters are saying to each other. Um, it's pretty sweet. Uh, it's also pretty bittersweet. Like it, it goes through the ups and downs of a relationship in general. Um, I think what's really cool is like the different variations of touchscreen gameplay. So you are like literally doing the, the basic minutia of life. So you are brushing her teeth in the morning, and you do that by just a little touchscreen mini game where you're swiping back and forth until you fill up a meter, and then it goes on to the next part of her day and it's at work and she's doing some accounting work so you're selecting these numbers to go onto a spreadsheet until it fills up and it's moves on to her next part of the day and this sounds like terrible everything. it's it's actually like it's super quick nothing takes more than 10 seconds mm-hmm. long um there's like three or four acts and like well, she's five gonna have chapters. a lot of cavities <laughs> um and like five chapters in each act um but like as they start to argue you are filling in word bubbles with puzzle pieces mm. and it actually starts becoming a competitive game when, like, the computer is or the game is controlling him, arguing back with you, and he's starting to fill it in faster and faster, and you're trying to keep up. So you're trying to move these puzzle pieces into the word bubbles quicker and quicker, and get more words in, and and go back and forth between the argument itself um, without ever having to know what they're fighting about. Uh, I-, I thought it was really cool. You like eventually like you start like doing mini games where you're moving in and you're deciding what of his like so you actually take the role of him. And what you are putting on the shelf of yours versus hers and what, like, you're putting in a box and putting into storage type things. So I actually found myself um, wanting to compromise more in the game because I didn't want, like, you know, I didn't want her to feel like I was moving in and taking over her whole life type thing. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's really cool. It's also up for, like, games for impact as well, being able to show the ways that you can, you know, progress through a relationship and, and you know, move on or not move on or anything else that we would have within just a standard relationship. And I, I thought it was like a really cool touching little game. It's 45 minutes worth of time. So it's not like a huge sink. You don't have to go in and play it more than once. I started okay. it at like midnight and was done by one o'clock that night. Um, without even realizing that I was going to play the whole thing. I just kind of wanted to see what was going on and ended up finishing it. Um, I'd been hearing about this all year long. I, I thought it was really cool. What was the name Let's of that? Out. What yeah. was the name of that one fucking, um, game that was also a mobile game and games for impact that i fucking hated god it was all like you're trying to find your loved one it was a mobile game where you were like texting back and forth you're uh, do you remember what i'm talking about yeah i just it was like a war-torn land and you're wanting to know where your loved one is and you just keep texting and you get like a notification at like one in the morning saying hey where are you i just got signal yeah. i'm like oh sh- jesus christ I don't know. Uh, God, I don't remember the name of it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I hated that game. <laughs> um, you know, there was also that 
one game uh, about like the Syrian refugees or whatever, in which like the kids playing soccer were bombed by oh yeah the destroyer ship. What was that called? Um, it was also one of those, but I, I always wanted to that play that. game was way better than that <laughs> other game. I always wanted to play that Dragon Cancer as well, which was the parents. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I like that game's from Impact stuff. This is, this is right up there with that. Um, Chuck, one last mobile game. I went with Assassin's Creed Rebellion. Okay. Oh, I just saw this when I was going to download Florence. Yeah. Um, so this is a game that's not really Assassin's Creed at all, only mostly in name, and it has Ezio. It's... Uh, it's your auditory. Sorry. Doesn't he have like six like names? Like Lorenzo de Florenzi. Yeah. Spanish people. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> anyway. Um, God, call them bad hombres while you're at it. Hey, uh, real quick. Yes. Because I don't remember if you said it. Is Florence a thing that's like inappropriate in any way for children? No. Okay. I know it's about a couple, so just making sure. I mean, they fuck. <laughs> that's one of the great movies. Real dirty. <laughs> it's one of the well, great. Well, the ten second uh, <laughs> mini games. Yeah, <laughs> it's just tapping on the screen, but in rhythm though. It's just like, yeah. If you go too fast, love me. <laughs> Hot coffee. Um, anyway, that's it's going in this section of games, which is basically the only part of my phone that Lane gives a shit about. So, so he might one day just open making it. sure he doesn't open it. And it's God, what if he comes to shit. you just like an hour after like taking up your phone one day and just has an existential crisis about a non-existent <laughs> relationship? Just, I was too young for this, Dad. Why? Anyway, sorry, Assassin's Creed. Just for whatever reason, I thought about this. <laughs> they should have called this Fisher Price is my first Assassin's Creed because that's kind of what it is. It's a it very marketable like. game. Yeah, I mean it's very um, kid friendly. They uh, they look like little what are those called? Weeble wobbles. It's also on my new and updated games list. There you go. They look that's, like pop figures. Yeah, yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, so whenever you're assassinating somebody, Do you that just your brotherhood. Um, you just you know tap on it and it just like they kind of fall down is it like fallout shelter at times apparently they, there is you you're making your own um your own i guess base assassin base and you can send people out to do missions and do your own missions and get quest items from other people What's it's the gameplay like is it you're just tapping the side of the screen to go to the next level, and then if there's a bad guy there, you wait until he turns around and tap him too, and then you just knock him out, and he falls down, and then you move on. You tap the side of the screen to go to the next level. There's, you know, eagle dives into hay bales and um, the most realistic kind of, of stuff. Assassin's Creed. Yes, Indeed. it's you know you have yes. to have that in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it exists. It's not going to make any of my... God, four and a half stars, really? Um, I didn't see... It's titled Assassin's Creed. I mean, a lot of people like to shit on those games, though, too. Yeah, that's the small section right down here. That's what the half star is for. Oh, gotcha. Um, I mean, if it's free, go ahead and grab it. Because, you know, Assassin's Creed. But it's not tied into any... It's not tied into Odyssey or anything like that. One Uh, reviewer said, cute. Awesome, cute game. Yeah. I mean, it is an Assassin's Creed game if you want your kids to play Assassin's Creed. One said, great graphics. Great app with great graphics, music, and gameplay. Lot to do. Good story. I wouldn't go that far okay. on any of those things. So, half of these four and a half star <laughs> reviews are accurate. <laughs> uh, math. And the last game of the week. Uh, first and foremost, Chuck, let's talk a little bit about our experience with Red Dead Redemption 2 Online. 
Beta okay. started today. We don't have a whole lot to For talk about. For the ultimate edition. Yes, and then tomorrow. So buy your way into betas, folks. That's what nowadays. Um, but tomorrow is the full version, right? No. Thursday. You are not. Everybody December is not going to. <laughs> everyone is not going to be able to get into the beta until Friday. Okay, so it's Friday. So uh, tomorrow is people who played the actual game. I want to say yesterday, and then Thursday are people who played the game on its release. And then Friday is everybody else. What a weird structure. Well, they yeah. want to make sure that people are still playing the actual game game. I mean, I did game. play it yesterday, so I guess I'll be able to get in and play if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's about um, a uh, five and a half gig uh, update. And just like with GTA, there is like a little bit preamble mission beforehand. Yeah, maybe 40 minutes, 45 minutes, something like that. The biggest problem is just fucking getting in. Connectivity is real bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got disconnected five times in a row before I was able to actually get onto a server. Um, And, like, I mean, that's expected. It's a beta. It's the first day. It is apparently notoriously worse on Xbox than it is on PlayStation right now. Yeah, I heard that. Um, But, I mean, so I don't have a whole lot to say. Uh, I'm not currently compelled. Um, Some of the base stuff was cool. Uh, What I was talking about in terms of, like, what I would like in this game to be is... I want those roles in your camp in the regular game to all be, like, a guild-based, like, player-controlled roles. So, like, I want somebody to be my upgrade guy, and I want somebody to be my cook, and somebody to be the leader of the camp, and somebody to be the ammunitions guy. And, like, I want them all to be able to contribute to the overall funds in the camp, and maybe the other players can contribute and pick up the slack, but obviously that means that they're spending more of their currency to keep the camp up, and that might make them want to, you know, betray that guy, kick him out, and go get somebody else, and you know, if that person's online at the time and able to do the upgrade, then maybe it's a slightly better version of a weapon or something. And like, I want them to actually fulfill the roles of the camp. Um, right now, for me, like it's an okay free roam. Like it's the same map, obviously, so you get all the same towns, but you can go to them at any point in time. And there's not like bars or gates. Like you can go to Blackwater, which at least as of right now, so far I can't do in the regular game, right? Because they'll shoot me on sight. Um, and there are playlists just like GTA Online for um, sessions to be able to do, you know, like 4v4, 8v8 or whatever. I think right. the small sessions are 16 people. The large sessions are 32. Um, I got five seconds into a small session, which was 8v8, and it was bows and arrows only, one hit kill. Um, but I, before I could even see anybody... I got kicked, so I don't know what that gameplay is like. But I did run around town for a little while in roads and got shot by random people a lot. Um, I, I'm an Instagram Theft Auto. Yeah, I was in the saloon and just kind of like hanging out and like ordering a drink. And some guy walked in. I didn't even notice it was another player. He stopped, turned around, shot me in the head, and I died. Yeah. And then I respawned right outside the saloon, walked back up there, shot as I was walking back into the saloon. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, Grand Theft Auto. It, it'll change a lot whenever there's a lot more servers and people are... Because, like, Grand Theft Auto right now, it's not nearly as bad as whenever it first happened. Yeah, when it first, when started, it first happened, it was... take two steps without somebody gunning me down. It was maddening. If you went downtown, it was just, like, a, a fuck yeah. show of just bullets and people just being dicks, I mean, you know? Because it's a fuck show of bullets? Yeah. That sounds like a good time. Replace a bullets with salami. Hell yes, salami. <laughs> salami is a pretty great lunch meat. It's a good every meat. You, really you do not limit salami you're to right, lunch, you're right. motherfucker. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Holy shit, I've never seen you so angry before. 
<laughs> now, if I were to start saying ham sucked as well. I actually today called and inquired about a honey-baked ham for the first time in my life. For New Year's? Uh, for Christmas. For New Year's while you're out of town betraying us. <laughs> God. Um, anyway. I, I had to figure out some way to top last year. That's tough to do. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out. Honey-baked ham, better than proposal. That's topping it. Well, duh. Have a three-way with a honey-baked ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. Hey, you girl. The, the, I got this honey baked ham. The other participant is just another honey baked ham. <laughs> like a tray sandwich. It's just a motorboating two honey baked hams. So, so messy. Any of all the that, rum hams? All that, of course. Oh, God. Rum, rum ham. ham. I watched that, and it's gross. It's the best. Anyway, I really liked uh, Red Dead Online. There's a lot of like characters from the game, like Sean's in it. Uh, there's a lot of things uh, to do. They don't have any of the um, the games active. So poker, Five Finger Filet, Dominoes, none of that stuff. I'm sure they will right. be there, though. They have to be. Uh, but uh, there's still all the wildlife's there. The graphics look great. Some of the stuff isn't as detailed <laughs> as the games. But like some of the water effects and the the nighttime graphics were all just it fucking does great. Look way better at night than it does during the day. Um, um, that's what she said. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but uh, overall, I'm super excited. I, I can't wait to get because you can have a posse of up to seven people. Uh, you can all share the camp. Um, so whoever's the posse, let's say I'm the posse leader and you guys are in my posse. If you guys you guys can go out and do stuff. And then when you uh, bring back the funds and whatnot, it's actually split. That's so cool. it's an actual kind of very similar to what the um, uh, the actual game is like. But you can go out and, you know, rob people and whatnot as a posse or just ride all together, do do races. Ride or die. Ride or die, baby. Motherfucker. Um, so you can you. share your horse. You can share your horse. Gross. <laughs> Uh, you can select whether or not you want your horse rideable by other guys. Also gross. But, but you know, nice also. <laughs> sure. You can set your default horse for missions. Yep. So your horse is there. Uh, so, Chuck's Aunt Jemima horse. Yeah, Aunt Jemima. Is that what you named your horse? Yep. That's yeah, fantastic. Yep. All that checks out. I told him to name it Uncle Ben, but he was he was dead set. No, that's the female Aunt horse, Josh, you dummy. That's fair. That's it's fair. funny that way. Irony. Uh, is it? Ebony. Let's ask Alanis. And irony. Anyway, um, let's talk about the real game, though. Okay. The, the single-player content. Red um, Dead will have more of a, a report on that later. Yes. Um, if you guys are going to talk single-player, since I've played like basically none of it, I'm going to step out for just a second. We're not really in... I don't plan on getting into spoilers, do you? I'm further than anybody in this game right now. Okay. Because uh, I'm mainlining the story. I also got a poop. <laughs> so I'm just going to knock that out. You Can you go? wait five minutes? I mean, probably. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty quick talk. Right, we don't want to spoil anything. Talk. Um, you're like ahead. a goddamn dog. <laughs> if you got to shit, you shit. <laughs> oh, um, my, no, a hamster. You're like a hamster. You fucking hamster. hamster? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah, porn? <laughs> um... <laughs> Emphasis on the ham once again. Anyway, so we did talk a little bit about uh, Red Dead. It had just come out when we did our last uh, show. I've been out for a couple weeks now. Um, I am still torn. 
I enjoy the game overall. I really like where the story has been going, um, especially once I got outside of Horseshoe Overlook mm-hmm. and got to, to uh, Rhodes um, and have now moved on to St. Denis. Um, but I still don't love playing the game. And it's why I'm not compelled to do any of the side content. I don't. I haven't really dedicated any time at all to go out hunting. Um, I occasionally look and try and see the like quality of the animal uh, before I go and try and kill it. And if I want to go and get like a perfect pelt or whatever, I haven't seen a single perfect pelt. Haven't gotten a single perfect pelt. The only thing I've done yeah, is I right got. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't even wanted to do that. Hmm. So like I haven't. I haven't bought any of the like crafting upgrades. Um, I will admit I cheated. I did the uh, the Limpney glitch, and I've got $45,000 in cash, um, but it hasn't affected my gameplay at all. All it let me do is, instead of spending money on, uh, like, that I am just now barely earning to upgrade my camp completely, it just let me get to those upgrades earlier, but really all those upgrades are doing is it lets me get ammunition instead of having to go and buy it from the shop, or I can pick up uh, pomade instead of having to go and buy it from the shop and stuff like that. Um, the only thing that really would be a big change is there's um the horse stable so i can like actually call from a stable in my camp without having to go there and there's fast travel but those were like 400 dollars updates or upgrades i could have gotten those without having to do this glitch um i even went like i'm still wearing the same clothes i bought before i decided to do the glitch um my weapons i did go ahead and customize them all but it's not really affecting the gameplay in any way so if you're thinking about doing that it's money glitch, customization and stuff, yeah. is it still active? Yeah, they didn't patch that out. <laughs> At least not from. I only did it like a week ago. Is it pretty easy to do? Super easy. Don't do that. that. Don't do that. You don't need to do that. If you do the the story missions and a handful of like side stuff, you'll never have to. That's do what I'm it. saying it's really not impacting my game. Like I got to. Like, it's not helping me in any way. I only did it because I was like, well, this will at least let me feel like I don't have to go do the side stuff if I don't want to. I can mainline the game, but I'm playing the same way I was before, and I like, I still have almost all of the money that I had when I did the glitch. Like, yeah. Literally almost none of it. I just don't feel bad about racking up a bounty now and going and paying it off, but I even don't even do that because I play the game as a good guy. Like, I don't... Not me! <laughs> you're murdering people. Yeah, I am. Man, I don't know. That's one of my big things is like, I don't, I don't really like the know character of Arthur, in my opinion. how. Oh, I... he's amazing! I like him better than uh, Marston. Really? Oh yeah. So far, I just I'm not really sure how I want to play the game. If I want to be good or bad, I accidentally like uh, stole something out of a saddlebag in the in uh, Valentine, and someone spotted me, and now I have a fucking bounty on my head every time I go there, and that's a giant pain in the ass. Just pay, just pay it off at it's the post like office. Five bucks. See, I, if the game has told me I can do that... It does. That's It's, it's not great about <clears throat> delivering that information. That's one of my bigger problems with the game is that sometimes the information will come across. It's in very small type. It's always up in the upper yeah. left-hand corner. And I, I knew that was... It's not written happens, anywhere but. else if you want to like look outside of, you know... Uh, if you don't it catch it Google. when it pops up there. Yeah. yeah, there's not some sort of log that catches any of that stuff. So now, you I asked not- Evan, I was like, hey... I know that in the last game, you could um, like pinpoint certain areas during Dead Eye, um, and you couldn't do it here. And he's like, yeah, it's the, it's the left or the right bumper, but you hover over a certain area while you're in Dead Eye and press that, and you can do it for a bunch of people. And then when you pull the trigger, it's like, blah, 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 and it's it all happens at once. That's story-gated. 
Is you it? Do the, yeah, you have to do the mission to be able to do that first. Which you're, if you're in chapter three, you've done it already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so I missed that, and I gotcha. had no idea how to do it. Yeah. Uh, Josh, for instance, he was in chapter four, and I was like, "How the fuck do you like? I don't know how to find out the the um." Um, some people will ask when you're talking to people or when you're doing uh, poker or something, it's like, man, I sure do miss my naval compass. I wish I had another one. It'll pop up that this dude wants a naval compass. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where the fuck is that? I don't know where it is. I and remember Josh them didn't even... saying where it was, but I did not. Nobody knew where it was. I had to look it up. You just tap the heads Left up. D-pad. Left on the D-pad once. Don't hold it down. Just tap it. And that's what I was doing. Is I was hold- I was like, I remember hitting fucking right or left on the D-pad. Yeah. And I remember you got to hold everything in this game. So I was holding left on the D-pad, and it was bringing up something completely pointless and different. Yeah. It, it, it is... It's a little frustrating. It's not the end of the world that some no. people make it out to be in terms of like the menus and everything else. The menus are very basic, which I think people don't like. Um, in terms of like, it's just you hit start and there's like a list of menu items and like I don't know what they were wanting, but literally it's one of the biggest complaints I've heard. Outside of just it's clunky and slow, um, mm-hmm. it's a deliberate game. You know, a lot of the same stuff we were talking about before. I'm the stats are amazing. It. They keep track of everything. They really do, except for playtime still. I can't yeah, find it. It really pisses me off. That's weird. Because I've put a lot of time in this game, and I'd like to know how much of it, and I just can't. Yeah. Like, every game needs a fucking internal clock. Uh, it really makes me mad. Yeah, Xbox has that, at least on the outside, but... Do they? It's, yeah, okay. any game you can go get your playtime. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but, like, I mean, the, the where the story is going, especially once you get into roads and you get into the greys and the... Um, Oh my god! Uh, it's brain like bridge? The sea. No, it's a brain bridge or Braithwaite's. Braithwaite's, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, see the Carnegie Hall or whatever. That's where they're at. Uh, okay. Carnegie. Grays Carnegie and Braithwaite's. That's it. Yeah. Once you start getting into that stuff, um, and like how that begins to like, I guess where I'm at now, maybe. Man, the end of Valentine ahead. was cool. I like that. Yeah. Have you done the the Micah mission yet? Strawberry, where you had to go break him out of jail. Mm-mm. Okay. I am That's real probably early. why you don't know about uh, paying off bounties because okay. it forces you to have a really big ass bounty and it fucking sucks. Um, Mike is the worst character in that game. I hate him. Yeah, there's That's a awful. lot. There's a lot more characters in this game now. See, one of the things in regards to Red Dead Redemption was that it was super, super easy to be the good guy. Like most of the missions revolved around you helping people. It's not easy to be the big good guy in this game. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It's ambiguous. That's why Arthur's kind of a dick, but he's not like full on dick like Micah, and he's not <laughs> hashtag right. full on dick, right? <laughs> but he's also not like super the good guy like John is. So, so he's Tim, in the middle, and you can play it that way, and it's easy to play it that way. Tim, I can I can be good sometimes. It's easy to be good, and then sometimes it's super easy to be bad. Where I can you know lasso some guy and drag him behind my horse for a mile and then throw him at a lake yeah for me like i just think the actual scripted moments in the story come off as like he he's not a good guy um like some of the stuff you do for strauss where you're going and trying to get people's uh bounty or not bounty but the the money that you owed them or that sorry they owe you you're definitely a dick it doesn't let you get through certain missions without beating somebody even when you don't want to like they give you the option to threaten or beat and the the story will not progress until you actually hit the button to punch them in the face all right Uh, you're robbing a train and you're walking through and you're like trying to get money from people and they're like no no i'm not gonna do it and you keep saying like threaten 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 not until you hit them with the back of your gun will they give you the money and you can't progress forward and it's just like it, it forces him to be an asshole in a way that I don't love. Right. It may, like. I genuinely feel bad for some of these NPCs because I don't want to hit them. 
but I'm going to have to hit him. And at this point, I'm not even trying, like, to not. If it comes up with threaten or beat, I'm like, all right, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. Like, I'm just going to. And, like, one of the side missions I did, which I don't, not everybody's going to get to, uh, came to getting money from a guy, and he, like, immediately falls ill and, like, basically dies in front of you almost and his wife and kid come running out and everything oh yeah else. he owed that guy like, money and i get that you don't have to do that side mission if you don't want to uh, again i know you don't have to but like that's still one of the more scripted that's like one of the first things strauss like points you to go do right yeah and like you do come back to that character later on or or to that that ranch or whatever and you're still a dick to that person and like i get it it's just like it to me, it takes the decision to be good or bad out of it for me. Like, I'm still trying to play it good, but it's just when it's I get to the It's easy to play that good also. Again, it's not hard to play it good, but when I get to the cutscenes, it's so incongruous with the way I'm playing the game. Because he is a bad guy. And I get that. You're an outlaw, right? Like, that yeah. is what you are. You're hired hand in an outlaw gang that is, you're going to do whatever your boss tells you to do. I just, I, I guess I felt like what was going to be in the game was a the chance to be a more virtuous outlaw than just a straight up. In the open world, it is super easy to be good. It's easier to be good than it is to be bad. Because almost all the random events are people like, help me, help me. Uh, and, and then I wind up just shooting them in the face, or I'll help them, and then I'll shoot them in the face, and then loot help them. Me. You're welcome. Yeah. So, like any kind of like escaped con, I shoot them in the face with a shot off, sawed off shotgun, and feel nothing. Like at first, it was like I felt terrible because I hardly ever play those. Like with John Marston, I always wanted to help people because he was always like, "How do, ma'am?" You know, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, you know. This guy's he can be that way because you can greet or antagonize anybody. I still that you feel see. like when I hit greet, he's just like what? Like it's no, like, that's not how he does. I, You're over. The nicest he is is to that horse. When you hit, that uh, like, that's that a good boy. You're okay, boy. <laughs> There's a good girl. It's the nicest that Arthur Morgan is in that whole fucking that is a game. Bad impression. No, it's perfect. It really is. I'm good. Mm. Fuck you. Um. I still don't hate the game, though. It's I love not, the game. It's not as high as I thought I was going to be on the game, because I actually really ended up enjoying uh, GTA, even though I didn't like the first Red Dead. I like Grand Theft Auto V, and so I was like, maybe it's time for me to really actually enjoy Rockstar games. And I don't hate it. It's going to be in my top ten, but it's not competing for like my favorite game of the year, which I thought it legitimately had a chance to. Um, uh, so far, it is with me. Um, I like doing all the side stuff. I like playing games. I played Domino's the other night for like an hour. Um you know poker etc uh i like hunting the some of the stuff is really interesting so to get like a perfect pelt you need to plan it you need to figure out what you what you're going for you can find the scent you can track that scent and then you can let's say for instance it's a deer you can take some herbivore bait put it out put some cover scent lotion on you so it can't detect that you're there and then when it comes out you hit the info button it tells you exactly the right type of bullet or arrow or whatever to get a perfect pelt you saddle up shoot it and you got a perfect pelt you skin it and it's there um so it's it's there's a challenge to it there's planning and challenge it's not just going up and shooting something and getting whatever you want no and i and i appreciate that but the game also still hasn't at least or maybe i missed it done a good job of telling me what to do with that pelt once i got it like i've ridden around ridden around that game with three deer pelts on my horse's ass for 13 hours straight and i didn't know then they get bad until you said and and then they, they throw them away like and and I mean that's whatever, but like I didn't I dropped that 
legendary bear carcass in my camp and didn't know what to fucking do with it, and then it went away. And it wasn't until I got to the main city, as far as I can tell in the game, that St. Denis, where it was like, oh, there's the trapper. And if I want, I can buy... It was way buy. earlier than that. Didn't give me, I did not have any mission marker, and I did not have any marker on my map for where he was. Here's what happens. You hunt the bear, and mm-hmm. then Hosea says, here's the legendary animal, um, here's the legendary animal map. And there's a trapper around here. And then the trapper logo shows up. It's, it looks like a bear paw. Uh, it's in the middle of the woods over here. And then there's another one over here. There's like three of them that show up. Um, there's, there are, I think, none of those by chat, there is. By the time that there, I promise you there is. I, can I promise pro- you there's not. I, right. I've looked. Trust me. I looked up what it looks like. And I went and looked for it on my map. It's not there. Okay. Uh, I also killed the bear right away, which I think some people are theorizing is why I didn't get that. Some people did not kill the bear right away. They thought they'd come back to it later, and he told them where to go afterward. But I killed the bear immediately. And so did I. So I don't know. I don't know what I did wrong then because it's definitely not there. The first time I saw that icon was when I hit the town and he's there. And I started looking at the costumes. And I was like, I don't, I don't want these outfits. So, well, not not all of that has to do with that. Some of them have to do. You go to a fence after you do one of the legendary creatures. I've seen the talisman and there's and trinkets. Uh, trinkets and whatnot. And the trinkets help a lot. They'll give you bonuses to your dead eye, or they'll give you uh, bonuses to scavenging, or all kinds of stuff. And there are. Like 16 legendary animals. So there's a lot of and trinkets you can have. There's I'm a lot of outfits you can make. Like the game, and I do like it as well. I'm just saying, yeah, for me, it hasn't done a good enough job of like getting me hooked to want to do any side content. I am literally going from like yellow or green story mission or whatever. Like, that's all I'm doing in the game. You can do that. And I mean, that's but fine. You're just enjoyment out of it. That's good. I, I just feel like there's a, a lot more immersion into the world and the characters and just. The West, if you take the time and uh, do some of the things it wants you to do. And that's how I was started to play the game. Like, I, I legitimately, genuinely did try to do that. Like, I've done, like, 30 different Stranger Missions or whatever, and, like, I've tried to occasionally go back to doing that, and it's just, like, I, I can't, I feel like I'm struggling to play this game for more than an hour at a time. And more often than not, that's all I play, is I go and I do one mission, and then I'm kind of done with it. This weekend was the most I had played in a row when I started to get into some of the end of Chapter 3 stuff and in the beginning of Chapter 4. Um, but then once I got past that, I went back right back to, like, I'm, I get in there and, like, I'm more obsessed with finding the right clothing and the right horse than I am with wanting to do the side content. So, like, I, whenever I go to a town, I look for the, the, cloth, the clothier and I look for the uh, stable and then I go see if there's anything I want to buy there and if not, then I just keep going back to doing the story missions. With your ill-gotten monies? Yeah. With my cheating money, I'm a, I'm an outlaw, goddamn it! I'm pr- I'm pretty sure they don't care about that particular cheat because there's a bunch of hidden cheat codes in the game, which yeah, is I don't really think fucking cool. They're not gonna patch it out. Uh, did you know that Mm-mm. there are hidden cheat codes either like written in cave walls or um, like on abandoned some in the newspapers? I have heard about that. It's all over the place. That's cool. There's a crazy level of immersion in the game, and I'm not like I said. God, it's I, gorgeous. I, too. I don't hate people who love the game. I, I don't hate the game. I it's just, too much for me. I think. Is it for I, you? Yes. Yeah. Like I legit am not sure. Like if I'm going to end up liking the game because I definitely want to play it, but at the same time, man, like it's a daunting task think, to go back into that. I game. I keep thinking like I could just play Tomb Raider. <sighs> yeah, like, Tomb Raider's half the length. This is a sixty-plus-hour game. Like, like God, I, I just put, picked up Spyro. Maybe twenty-five Spyro, hours. Spyro's kind of cool. 
which is fine. Like I said, not every game is for everybody, but uh, it is definitely one of it's the bummer, biggest man. games. It is a bummer. I'm, it, for, I'm not giving up on it, but it's the biggest day one release of any entertainment ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely game, not movie, an isolated anything. feeling, yeah. both positive and negative, about the game. Like I've heard many, like obviously it's at a 97 or whatever, got great reviews. But uh, even from those same outlets that gave those reviews, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and people are voicing similar concerns. But there are also people who just think it's the greatest thing ever. So it's a divisive game, but a divisive game in which everybody recognizes the quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very interesting like experience with them having released the game. Um, it does feel to have had like a little bit of a cooling effect, but not anything to where people aren't still like fawning over the game. Uh, and like I said, I'm enjoying it. I still suggest people who have an investment in open world games and like big AAA, quadruple-A budget storytelling should absolutely play the game. Um, but I, I just think it's one of the better games for find how you want to play it and just don't feel bad about however that ends up being. Right. Um, which I think is cool. I actually think that's a, a positive, not a negative on the game. Um, but that is going to wrap it up for what's new to us. We've got one more episode left this week. Make sure you tune into that because it is going to be our Game Awards 2018 predictions uh, coming up within just about a week's time. We are going to be seeing what the critics think are the best games of the year and uh, what they're teasing to be a lot of crazy big announcements. So make sure you stay tuned for that uh, and stick tuned to the future, as uh, I have said in the past and as was brought up in the chat this week. So thank you Holy shit. so much. Wait, you forgot, but it's okay. We will all experience the quiet man together when you guys play it. Stay tuned. Yeah, for the next that didn't time. get added on. My bad. Uh, we've got no, to no, no. experience it. Is, is, is all I'm being told. So the quiet man. It's an experience. Um, it's the best experience. We'll, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much.